Ladies and gentlemen, welcome into the Discord studio. Today on Streamergenic for our fourth episode, we have none other than SSG Santa, formerly known as Dark Lord Santa. <laughs> How you doing, sir? Welcome into the show, man. How are you? Yeah, brother. Thank you so much for having me on here today. I am doing absolutely phenomenal. How are you doing? I'm I'm great. Thank you for asking. Uh, really appreciate you coming on the program. Uh, I think it'll be a very great addition to the show uh, when it comes to getting the insight from you, uh, seeing as uh, you've been in this game for quite a long time. You've been on the ups and downs, riding the wave, being on the seafloor like the rest of us and things like that. So we could definitely get some insight from you when it comes to being a streamer. What's it like to be a streamer? What's it like to do what you do? Uh, the things that you have done in your past to get you where you are now. So I want to start off basically, tell us a little bit about yourself. Where did you, uh, where did you begin uh, to, to think to yourself, man, I could probably do this. I could probably be a streamer. And then, and then how'd you go from there? All right. Uh, so my story as a streamer was accidental. Accidental. So back, uh, when Mixer was around, I accidentally went live. I didn't know what it was. Like I'm, I'm just gaming. I, it's it go, it's it start broadcast. So I like, all right, I clicked it. And this was how when Mixer had Pipe Zone. And so as soon as I, I go, I don't know, it was like 2017. So I'm like, okay. About uh, December 2017. So you know, PUBG just came out. So I went live on PUBG. Didn't know what it was. Didn't know, well, I didn't know what broadcast meant. As soon as I went kind of like in circle, I got the Hype Zone. The hype like, Zone, yeah. Wow. I'm like, I'm like, and instead I had like 60 people in there. I'm like, I'm okay, I gotta keep going. <laughs> so soon, hey, soon after that, about I'll say about three months after that, you know, just streaming from the Xbox. I'm like, all right, let me see how far I can get into this. So I had a laptop and I was Googling because Google is my best friend when it comes to streaming. I was like, what can I do to make my stream better? And the one option said, buy a capture card. So I immediately bought an Elgato HD60S. That's the exterior, uh, external version, right? Is that what yeah, that is? the external for uh, the standard capture card, which has a uh, 1080p pass through, uh, 60 frames pass through. So, you know, started from there. You know, plan on still plan on a 55 inch TV, and out of my bedroom, no uh, no camera, just doing everything. And then slowly but surely, I kept upgrading my equipment, my uh, my gameplay which I was able to then say, all right, I'm at this point in my, my streaming career. Do I want to stay limited to just console games? I don't want to expand into PC. And my choice was to expand into PC games. So what we did, like, I'd honestly, I just quit, uh, started playing more PC games. And then eventually I got to a point where I was com uh, comfortable enough with mouse and keyboard that I made fully transition over Fully transitioned right. over from console to PC gaming. Yes. Let's go back to uh, how you initially got started. You said Mixer. For those who don't know what that is, Mixer was uh, pretty popular when it came out uh, with the Hype Zone. So the Hype Zone was like the, the last 10 alive on PUBG. So it was, it was just regular people playing on their Xbox. And then next thing you know, if you were included in these last 10 people left alive, you were automatically broadcasted to the hype zone and anybody could watch you on a live stream. And then, you know, if you win, bam, you're, you got a little bit of clout there. So 
I think that that's what he's saying here is like he, oh crap, I'm in the hype zone. And then he had all these people watching. He's like, wait a minute, hold on a second. I'm streaming, but I but I didn't really have an intention to stream. So that's what you're saying, right? You got the taste for it right yes. there, right? And right there is like also with when it comes to hype zone, I actually made some really good friends from hype zone, like because I would say one of my uh, I made two friends like in their you know lifelong. Even though they don't game me a game anymore, mm-hmm. they still we still check uh, keep up with one another. Like um, Ethan and Mike. So I met uh, it's like first, I would say I had like my fourth hype zone. Ethan came in. His name, his gamer tag was the Demon Angel. So he was like, "Yo, yeah, you're pretty good at this game. Uh, you know, we should play sometime." I'm like. Hell yeah, just add me up. And he added me. A couple, like a week later, maybe a week and a half later, I got a hype zone again. Bam. Kill Elite 187. Yo, man, what's, what's good? Like, you want to you play some? Hell yeah, I want to play some. Like, you know, I don't, you know, me, uh, at the time I was still in the military, you know, I can't play all day, every day. You know, I, I'm working like, at a facility, cannot cannot say the location anything because that's top secret <laughs> i always say don't say don't say anything you wouldn't say in court or church <laughs> that's always the time oh, you know, hey, man. Hey, man. you know what hey, i did i did my team here so what they're gonna do take my take my pension away these days you never know <laughs> but uh so all right so i was working uh 12 to 14 hours a day so when I came home, like, you know, I would spend time with my kid first, yeah. like, because at the time I was married. So I would spend time with them. And then, like, for like an hour to an hour and a half, I would game. And I was starting to start, like, as soon as I would, uh, as soon as I started PUBG up, I would hit and start broadcast. And that's how I made those friends. But uh, Mixer was. I'm pretty sure Mixture was the start for a lot of people's careers because a lot of console gamers and PC gamers because Mixer was a it was a fresh new face when it comes to the entertainment field because you already had Twitch, which is formerly known as Justin TV, and you had YouTube, which has been around since 2001. Mm-hmm. So Mixer was a refresher, was able to you know gain, uh, especially for the younger generation. Mixer was it was easily to attain because you everybody had a uh, almost everybody had an Xbox. Xbox is owned by Microsoft. Mixer was owned by Microsoft. So bam. Easy, uh, easy to attain. Have you heard? I've heard rumors. Now you might have heard the same thing. There that I've heard rumors that they're actually thinking about bringing it back. No, I have not heard anything. You about haven't that. heard that? Uh, I have. No, like I got. Uh, I have some contacts at Microsoft. I can try to. I can try to bug about. Mm-hmm. But well, that'd I'm be pretty interesting sure. if they did. I mean, it was a good thing. I don't see why they wouldn't do that. I mean, it. <laughs> Honestly, Mixer, like, it wasn't the money that they were losing out on, on Mixer. It was actually they were losing. They pretty much had nobody controlling their partners. Like one partner called an essay charge. I can't say, you know, you know, some somebody, uh, some platforms, you can't say the right stuff. So, so like, you know, one of their partners called an SA charge, um, and, and people, uh, it was pretty much just no control. So Mixer shut down. Well, Microsoft shut down Mixer for that reason. So there, there was no oversight. They weren't going to spend any money on any oversight. That things like that. Mm-hmm. They didn't want to have yeah. to babysit it. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So pretty much, uh, Mixer was giving them maybe one percent of their revenue. Okay. 
So, you know, from a business standpoint, if you're not really making much money off of it, I get it. You know, sometimes you got to turn the fat. Well, yeah, I mean, we'll have to see how it goes on. I mean, again, that's just a rumor. Who knows how that's going to go, if it's going to go, whatnot, have you. So you you started pretty much your uh, career, kind of like how I did, uh, streaming PUBG. And yes. over the years, let's let's get into uh, w- being a PUBG streamer, like a full-time PUBG streamer. You did that for many years, right? So what, for you, would you say are the ups? What are the ups being at the time of its peak i'm not i guess we could say peak but we could probably say on its peak and then it's slow decline uh on it like what are the most memorable moments you've had as a streamer when it comes to like peak viewers like what kind of things has your stream been able to accomplish uh what kind of hurdles have you faced in that like what is there any experiences that you've had that stand out to you in regards to that so during the peak, uh, during my peak of streaming with uh, PUBG, it was like that's, I'd already, uh, I had transitioned over to Facebook gaming. So Facebook gaming, you know, everybody knows PUBG is very still big in Middle East, uh, you know, uh, foreign countries like India, right? You know, Middle East, and so at the my peak uh, for PUBG uh, at the peak, I was averaging maybe. I would say 50 to 60 viewers at the time, you know, I would get a lot of, you know, I wasn't getting a lot of engagement because people weren't, you know, they didn't speak the same language to me. They, they could see the gameplay, but they wouldn't really understand what right. I was saying. So it was pretty, the memorable moments is, you know, finally, you know, do a, you know, feeling like I actually was doing something because for the longest time, it was just lows, lows, lows. Mm-hmm. And then when you started gaining that traction, started getting, you know, consistent viewership, you're like, yes. Yeah. You know what? Maybe all my hard work is starting to pay off. Mm-hmm. And then on the slow decline, you know, I was still getting those views, so it, but then it was starting dwindling to like 30 to 20. And then I stayed consistent around 10 to 15 viewers a stream. And I made, uh, met some, you know, I spoke with some larger, you know, creators and I was like, Hey, what can I do to do this, uh, you know, to get more viewers. And their thoughts was leave PUBG, man. PUBG is, is not going to, it's not going to get you anywhere. It's, it's, it's dying. Right. And I'm like, nah, I'm, I'm gonna stick around with it. So I stuck around with it up until pretty much this year. Like I'm still streaming it, but it's, is very far in a few between. I mean, for me, I mean, I think everyone's anyone who knows me and has watched my stream and things like that. And, and I might, and this is very, this is just my opinion. Uh, and it might be shared by others who have been a hardcore streamer of this. Uh, I mean, everybody knows that PUBG was such an amazing game when it first came out, it was something different. It actually gave me adrenaline and stuff like that. And no video games ever done such a thing. And that's what got me hooked. And over the years, you know, with any video game that you've ever played as such a triple a title, you would hope that the studio would reinvest that money into the integrity and structural performance of the game. I feel like they just didn't get there. They were more concerned with cosmetics and things like that. That's how, how I felt about it. And it slowly just became unpopular. People started playing it less things like that. There was other many, many reasons for that, for their audience drop off and stuff. But for me, that's just me. Though I mean, it could be different for other people, but that was how I felt about it. 
So I feel like a lot of the audience drop off was happening due to the fact that it was lack of new things. Sure. Like so like well, especially like we look at games like Call of Duty, you know, they came out with Blackout, then they came out with Warzone. You know, two different like, two different ways to actually, you know, to uh, Blackout at the time when Warzone came out. I remember Blackout. Be played. Blackout, like, God, I remember that. The second best battle royale that ever came out was Blackout. And I will I will full wholly admit that I did I, I didn't play it that often, but yes, Blackout was the second best uh battle royale game ever created. Uh, what PUBG problem is like it was just a lot of the issues that, that people could not fix like yes. it was like there was no re- a, a lack of arrest I get it a lot of the hardcore PUBG uh, gamers did not want to rest system because it was one and done you died you, that was it you know it was like slightly you know if you didn't win if you lost your fight and you died you were not a, you had to start back over from scratch which is you know which is a fun aspect but at the same time if you want to keep people in, you know keep it enjoyable keep it going you have to have a way to keep people interested in it like the battle pass it's like people started believing that PUBG just cared about only money which it started feeling like that when we kept having uh, consistent issues and you know and you you know and we would you would tag the community managers, mm-hmm. you know, or some of the quote unquote uh, partner managers at the time, uh, on, you know, Twitter, and like, hey, this is this and happening, like, okay, like, okay, we'll submit it. Although they they submit it, people might, uh, you know, developers, you know, and, you know, I cannot say anything negative about them, but they, but there's possibility that that feedback may not be implemented. It took them five years to get an actual rest system well four years i'll say technically due to the cba slash also known as the comeback arena right it took them like, four years to get a rest system so that is one thing you know it, to make the game more fun make it enjoyable but you don't take away the actual aspect of pubg the core at a core which is Loot, uh, you know, land, loot, survive. Yes, that that's another thing I was going to say is I feel like now, and this is, again, my opinion, because I still play it every once in a while, but it's very rare, but I feel like the game is so far for, removed from what it used to be when it first came out. Yes. So it's just so yeah. different. And I mean, I understand that you have to change with the times and all that stuff to retain, uh, retain a player base and things like that, but I think at this point in PUBG's life cycle, I, feel, I don't feel like it's ever going to get back to where it was in 2017. It's just not. And and I just and it's the way it is, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, they're gonna I, have I their player base, their, their core player base, those diehard folks that have always played it from the get go, and I think it'll just be one of those games that are still gonna be sticking around for years to come, and that's great. But you know, as a nostalgic aspect, I feel like it's never gonna be what it was when it first, you know, popped like it did, like it did back then. So it, in my opinion, it it it, it probably won't ever get back. Because the highest it the highest uh, monthly average viewer it had was three million, and that was back in 2019. Was it 2019? No, 2017. My bad. 15, okay. 2017, we had a, had a the peak viewer for a month was three million concurrent uh, players. That's and, a lot. But now, and now we're averaging maybe. A tenth of that, right? Which is a uh, three hundred thousand. 
But the thing is, when we say it's averaging three hundred thousand, that's that's just we can only go by what does for Steam. But now we got con- we got consoles. You also got a uh, uh, Epic because now PUBG is available on Epic. Is it? <laughs> I didn't know that. <laughs> yeah, they they announced that maybe like six months ago. Well. Okay, so saying that, uh, you said you uh, haven't been streaming it as much and things like that. So when you feel like shit, man, I'm you know I'm in a I'm in a uh, a downward a, a down a down spot in my stream, like how you feel about it and stuff like that. How do you pick back up? How do you get that courage? How do you how do you get back up on your feet again and be like, all right, I'm gonna stick to it. I'm gonna do this. I'm gonna always. I feel like for me, seeing as I'm a viewer for you and things like that, I always I watch your stream as much as I can. I always see that you're you're always changing your stream up, trying to stay fresh, clean, new, with new ideas and things like that. Where do you get that drive? What keeps pushing you to keep trying to be better at doing what you do? I know one thing is, if I don't enjoy my stream, how am I going to get uh, somebody you know who is an outside viewer who do not know me to like the stream as well? Right. So what I do is I'll go in, I'll change you know the, the layout of it, the, the overlays, alerts. I will. Like, you know, just try to make, keep things fresh and interesting, you know. I don't like advertising a sub goal or a star goal or, you know, what any type of monetary goal, unless it's absolutely necessary for me to be able to continue streaming. Because at the time, you know, being a, a full-time content creator, you your job is to, you know, try to get as many viewers, if you, sure. as many, you know, people to donate into the stream, to, you know, to be able to, so be able to keep your livelihood. So... Now that I don't full time, uh, I'm not a creator, and I don't worry about, and I focus it on making any income off of this. It's just keeping things fresh, like changing up the overlays, you know, change up, uh, you know, hell, even get rid of the, like, get rid of a green screen. Like I got to drop the green screen completely, and trying to uh, just make it more, you know, interactive. You know, try to stay entertaining. Like, like I said, because if you don't enjoy it, how are you gonna get somebody else to enjoy it? Also, don't. I, and one thing I will say is like trying to always be, you know, communicative with your chat. Like absolutely, because I've seen creators. You know, I'll go in their chat. It might take them ten minutes before they even see your comment. Like, and yeah. you're the only person in the chat. That's way too like, late. <laughs> you're they're gone by now. They're way gone. Yeah. So I, especially for people who who just want to start content creating, I would say you know yes, if you don't have any viewers and they're just always stay monitoring your chat. Always, you know, be talkative. Don't, yeah. If you're a shy person, I would not say be a content creator, because this this type of thing. Oh, if you're gonna, or if you're gonna, if you're a shy person, make vods first. Sure, make vods. Like get your get yourself out there at least, and you know, just like that'll get you help you work up the courage to actually be able to do this. Right. Um, because you're selling yourself more or less just the video game. Because yeah. I mean, you people might want to watch. They can watch this video game anywhere, pretty much if you think about it. But I feel like if you make it more special for them, more of a unique experience uh, as an artist, if you want, if you will. I mean, I feel like it is an art. You know that that's what draws people in. You can't be someone who's just like uh, you know you're facing the game and you know like what what's the point? You know, some people people are there to talk to you. Or, or ask you questions, or tell you about the day, stuff like that, and they want to see the game. They also want to see you play the game, but they also want to talk to you at the same time. Exactly, because it's like, so when I stream on Facebook, 
Like, my thing was, you know, I can put a face, an actual face to the name. Like, because I'm not seeing a uh, username. Hell, I would, I could be like, hey, how you doing? Like, I, if, especially if I know you on a personal level, I can just call you by your gamer tag. Yeah. You know, people actually like that. You know, like, hey, how's the family? You know, like, you know, especially when you, if they're a regular viewer, you'd be like, hey, Alex, how, you know, hey, how are you doing? How's the family? Um, like, hey, how, hey, how's it working? I know you told me uh, yesterday that you had like brand new promotion coming up. Hey, did you get the job? You know, thing is, hey, things like that, the way, you know, they'll be like, actually, actually cares, even though, because, I care about my viewers. Like I don't like. I would not. Uh, I would say my community, my my viewers, because when I like, my community is family to me. They kept they they kept me strong through thick and thin, through deep depressions, multiple game changes. Oh yeah, <laughs> I freaking. You went through a re-imaging. Like, you you changed your name, correct? I changed my I changed my oh, I rebranded completely. I ended up trying to make myself out to be more. No, try to get rid of the a dark aspect. Like uh, my original gamer tag, like as you said, was Dark Lord Santa. Yeah, highly original, but at the same time, it may like especially like for companies, like you know business partners, it made them hesitant because it can bring up some notoriety. Because okay. you know, it's not like somebody. It's like Dark Lord Santa, Dark Lord Satan. Okay. You know, I mean, it's understandable like if you're going to be, if you're trying to market yourself and then you have to, you got to play the game, smile, wave, you know, you shut up in color, exactly. that kind of thing. And that's just the way it is in the business. If you're trying right. to make it, you know what I mean? I get that. 100%. So, let's, let's go back to, uh, you touched on this just a little bit about Facebook gaming and, um, anybody who's a streamer who's watching this does know that Facebook has been having a lot of trouble with their streaming side, um, when it comes to its support, when it, many, 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 many things. And we, a lot of us have transitioned over to kick as an alternative, um, for, for more, more freedom and, and more, uh, you know, just basically less stress, uh, when it comes to being a content creator. So do you still, you still stream on Facebook, right? Or have you completely gone over to kick at this point? So right now I have not streamed on Facebook in probably about a month. That okay, last time I streamed on Facebook, uh, yeah, it was about about a month ago. Like this was before uh, before I moved and I my internet got more crappy. Uh, so uh, Facebook, you know, I know I and you and I both have given a large portion of our streaming careers Absolutely. over on that site. Yes. Because right, I was on Facebook, like, I went to Facebook Gaming in 2018. And I left, I've been in there to, up until this year. So five years to spend it all on Facebook Gaming. I've, I've seen many people come in, six months, get partnered, then immediately turn a partnership in and go over to Twitch because they already got their following out. I see people, you know, start up, quit, start up again, quit again. I've seen I've seen right. everything that could possibly happen on Facebook gaming. Then, you know, a lot of people like to talk used to talk crap about them. And I'm like, you know what, is this just starting? You know, just give them give them a couple more years. You know, like give them give them one more year. Okay, yeah, you got <laughs> I mean, there's nothing wrong with trying to hang on. I mean, I get I mean, we have to also take a step back and realize that it's a free service. You know, it's been a free, it's a free service just to stream, uh, basically when it comes to the, uh, open broadcasting software and things like that, Facebook yep. was a free platform to, uh, to, to stream on. 
you know they and it, and it had what three billion users uh, at the time when uh, i think when facebook gaming came out don't quote me on that statistic but that is like a huge like uh audience opportunity for anybody who's just starting out and i felt for me in the very beginning it was a little bit easier to get uh viewers to get people in chatting things like that through facebook and i thought well wow this is this is this is really great this is a really awesome platform things like that and i think they had some business problems over the course of the last year with the metaverse and things like that uh that they just kind of dropped off on it and when it came to support and when it came to the workability of the site and things like that so so i would say another thing is about that because your, your points are correct but the other side is Facebook gaming, the height of Facebook gaming happened during COVID. Absolutely, 100%. Like, people were able to stay home, watch a lot yeah. of streams, so people were able mm -hmm. to get bigger, a lot more creators was able to, you know, start the careers out during COVID. Absolutely. But, but then, when the pandemic ended, yeah. quote unquote, <laughs> right. um, people you have to go back to work, they don't even watch streams anymore, you know, they get home, they, they don't want to watch streams, they want to relax. They want to go, you know, game themselves. And a lot of creators, you know, were seeing the after effects of it, myself included. Yeah. Like I said, dropping down from CC, uh, 60 CCV to, uh, to 10 to 15, that is a huge chunk of viewers. You know, I've I seen people like, hell, let's see, I grew, let's say I was like 1,500 followers to 3,000 followers. In, uh, during COVID, like well, sure. not, not the whole time during COVID, but like a six month period of COVID. Yes, yeah, so, I mean, uh, it's enough to make anybody discouraged. At the end of the day, I get that, and then that's what I try to tell. Yeah, even new streamers, even not even a month ago, there's another friend of mine that started streaming and stuff like that. He's he's got all his equipment. He spent thousands of dollars and all his stuff, and then he he came to me. He's like, man, I I don't know how did you guys get viewers like you do? How have you how did you do so well with things? How do you, how are you blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, well, I mean, you have to understand, man. I did, I did quote, I quoted the, uh, the, the pandemic that we had that a lot of people were home, you know, no one's going outside. People have more money than they, they know what to do with things like that. And <laughs> it just gave you more viewership because people were on social media more and things like that. Now, like, like Santa said, the pandemic's over. Weather's nice. People are out, people are working, they want to do what they want to do, you know, and stuff like that uh, with the with the freedoms that they now have. So, yeah, it's going to be harder for anybody who's trying to break out in the industry right now, more harder probably now than it ever has been. <laughs> so it's like either, either more now, harder now than it is, uh, you know, post pandemic than it was pre pandemic, if you if you want to get me there. But it's it's just not easy. And if. And if that's something that's going to discourage you, then I feel like you're not in it to win it. I mean, you got to really be dedicated to this kind of thing. If you're trying to be any kind of moderately successful in the streaming industry, I feel like you have to have some time to devote to it. I understand there's people out there that have children, full-time jobs, things like that. Hell, you got a, you got a child that, that used yep. to hang around your knees and your legs and drive you crazy said, when you stream I, and stuff like that. I said, I, I said to him downstairs so I could do this. <laughs> <laughs> See, I mean, there's a, I have a friend of mine. He uh, just started streaming another one. He just started streaming. He, he tells me all the time. He's like, man, I got, a, I got a kid and he's always like, you know, this, this, and that he's in the background and all that stuff. I'm like, man, I know plenty of guys who have streamed that have children. I mean, it's, it's just one of those things. 
you might get 10 guys that roll up in there that are dads. that go, I get exactly what this man is going through, you know? Oh, I, I'm not going to lie, especially because, you know, I was a little concentrated when my son was born like, he, uh, in 2018. So back then, like, I, that's when I, I had a camera. Like, I had a, a very crappy camera. So, and literally, this uh, I was playing like this, you know, rocking him while playing PUBG. <laughs> I've never seen a couple trying videos. Get, <laughs> I remember. Yeah. Trying to get a dough. Yeah. I died. I died a lot because of it, but at the same time, hey, still my did son, hey, I still did it. Like, I was able to, you know, do my job as a father while also being able to provide content. And now that he is older in age, he can actually torture me on stream for the enjoyment of my viewers right. in my community. Sure. Because they'll they because everybody will, like he'll be like, yeah, like, especially since I play mouse and keyboard now, he hey, I'll take my mouse arm and just <laughs> You just swing it around while I'm trying to shoot somebody and I die. I'm like, damn it, JJ. Well, I mean, it goes back to what I was saying there, but there's people out there that enjoy seeing things like that because they have kids, they get it and they yep. understand what it's like. So, you know, they, they'll be able to relate to that. So I try to tell him, you know, don't let that discourage you. I mean, if, I mean, if this is something that you want to do or get into, then that's just part of the, that's just part of it, you know? And then, and, and it, it could probably be uh coralesced with, when I used to know someone who sold a lot of cars, he told me there's an ass for every seat, man, which when I, when I put, when I put that into streaming, I, I say there's, there's a viewer for every streamer, you know, whether it be your theme is okay. I sit there and drive a truck all day long, or you play shooters at, or you're a father that has a little kid running around driving you crazy while you're trying to stream, whatever it is, you know, there's a possibility that somebody out there would, would watch it. So you have to, you build on that, make it a theme, make it, make it your own. You know, it might be, there was a PUBG dads for a long time. Do you remember that? Yes. I, I I'm technically still part of that group. That, <laughs> See, that group I remember has, that. It's died down a lot because yeah. a lot of people have decided to go away from PUBG yeah. or they, or they switch over to the PC and there's not a lot of PC gamers in that group. But I will say that you know if you're con if you're wanting to get started in content creating, one, rule number one: you don't have to spend thousands of dollars to start off. Less is more. Yeah, less is more. Take you know, it from me. Like, oh, Take it from me. Like, <laughs> hell, I, I I spent maybe initially started streaming. I spent maybe a hundred bucks, and I was just on the capture card because I had everything else. Use the TV, and like, I use I use the TV and Xbox. And the capture card on my laptop. That was it. And that's good. Um, and, and rule number two: do not come in looking for money. Absolutely. Don't look at. All right, and I have. I still have to tell creators. They're like, I want to be big as y'all, so I can make a lot of money. Like, first off, that <laughs> you're coming in for the wrong, the wrong reason. I'm like, yeah. I'm like, if you think that just because I, I tell, hey, I, you know, I said like I sent a, a radio review to your stream. You think my viewers just want to give you money? No. Like, hell, you know what? First things first, build a community. You know what? Just hang out. Enjoy what you do. Like it. Love it. If you don't like it and you don't love it, don't do it. You know what? Don't do anything half-assed. Enjoy the, the content you create. Because if, if you're not enjoying it, somebody else is not going to enjoy it either. That's right. Like, and, and the first thing, and lastly, have fun with it. This is your time. This is your time. You're giving up to do this. Time is something that we, as humans, can never get back. So, enjoy it. If you're not enjoying it, you know, 
take a break, figure out what you want to do, find your niche. And if you want, if you're still thinking about doing it, get back at it. And if you if you don't enjoy it the second time, hey, I yeah. would say cut ties and find something else to do with your with your time. That was another thing that uh, was beneficial to streamers that were going to continue to stream after the pandemic because there was a lot of equipment out there for sale for cheap. I got a lot of stuff. I got a lot of my stuff off of eBay because of that. I mean, there was a lot of streamers that found out that when the pandemic ended, you know, their, their stuff kind of like wasn't doing as well and things like that. And they got discouraged enough to the point where they're like, I'm done with this. So, you know, this isn't really what I want to do, blah, blah, anymore because I'm not, you know, yeah, I'm not making the money I was or whatever the, whatever the case may be. And to, to touch on what he said, and we've, we've talked about this in previous podcasts and things like that. If you're trying to stream to make money, that is just the wrong attitude, hundred percent wrong attitude. And it's just, it's just not going to get you far. It's not, it's not the way to go because you're, you're, it is a very, it's like any other kind of it's freelance work. If you ask me in, in a sense, I mean, you're, you're, you're doing so much and expecting you're expecting such a payback on it. It's just, it's not going to happen like that. You know, you, you can't go in looking for money. If, if For me, anytime I get a, a donation or a gifted sub or something like that, that's just a bonus, you know, and it's, and it's really appreciative, like a hundred percent towards someone who is that kind and people have big hearts and things like that, or we're running a giveaway or we're doing some kind of fundraising event for a, a charity or whatever it is. That's, that's well and good. But if you're going in, thinking you're going to make be showered in cash and all this other shit, then it's just a, a just a bad way to go. And you're not going to get very far and you're going to get discouraged very fast. When you find out that ain't the fucking case, <laughs> that's just the way it is. Hell, hell if I was making that, you know, if I was making thousands of dollars in cash, hell, I wouldn't be going to school to be a doctor. <laughs> yeah, I'm just kidding. Just kidding. <laughs> I wouldn't be operating heavy equipment in real life. I'd be doing it on the fucking video game. You know? So I get it. Amen. 100%. So let's, yeah. let's go into a little bit more about yourself. You uh, are former military, correct? Yeah. Are, are uh, you uh, you still military at this point? Are you no. reserved? You're uh, out. Okay. No, I am um, completely out of the service. I um, I completed my my contract, got out in 2020. Um, what what branch were you in? I was an army. I did. I was an army for ten years. Ten years so, in the army. Okay. My number one thing is always, you know trying to better yourself, whether it be professionally, educationally, you know, mentally, et cetera. Like trying to do everything in a better capacity than what you did before. It's like in the military, we have, we call that stewarding. Like, so I always try to steward like with, like, so now I'm in college. I am pre-medical. Um, I have two years left of undergrad starting. Yeah. In August, I'll, I'll on my third year uh then after that i am applying to be a doctor of osteopathic medicine here where i live at i'm not gonna box myself just yet that's fine <laughs> what what part of what now what exactly part of the field is that for medical what uh, is so, uh, osteopathic medicine is more holistic medicine is more whole body treatment rather than just preventative medicine like so what you i i could you know yeah you'll come to me uh, I could, te- uh, you know, check out your whole body, make sure that everything's, you know, working as it should while, you know, an MD more like, all right, so like you're sick, you go to an MD, they'll be like, all right, here's, uh, you know, here's the medication, Come, uh, you know, if it doesn't uh, get better, come back and see me. Mm-hmm. 
I'm going to try to do my best to make sure that everything, you know, that you're 100% uh, better at that, at that at that one time, not just treated. Simulator. Not treated. Yeah. Okay, understand. And when you were in the military, what was your position in the military? What is your what was what did you leave out at? I know your SSG. That probably stands for Staff Sergeant. That's that's what I'm yes. guess right there, right? So. Yes, SSG's the the staff staff sergeant, but I got out as a sergeant. I was a I was a sergeant promotable, went to uh, advanced leader course, just waiting on points. I had a lot of I was having some issues with my back, so I really knew that I was you know my time for the military was not longing. Uh, so but I did like I got out as a sergeant. I was but I wasn't medical. I was actually communications. My job title was a 20 plus year satellite communications systems operator maintainer, but my uh, but my job title at the last site was senior uh, senior satellite communications operator. And did you say uh, did you stay say, uh, stateside throughout your entire career? No, I spent one year in the Middle East, uh, but I also did a lot of traveling outside of that as well. Played Germany, Spain, Turkey, the Czech Republic, uh, freaking uh, the Netherlands. What part of Germany uh, were you in? Uh, I was over at Ramstein. I, yeah, I was just there the this year. Beautiful country, man. Yeah, it is. I, I can look back. Germany I can is so back, beautiful. If I can go back, you know, you know, especially well, now that I have my kid full time, it's very hard for me to just travel like I used to. Mm-hmm. Also, nobody pay attention that my uh, my bottle opener is on my keys. <laughs> How long were you in Ramstein for? I was in Ramstein for about a week. A week? Did you get to see any sites? Not really. Like, Not I, really? Like, like, thing is, I'm, I plan on going back. Maybe, you know, I may go back next summer when my kid goes to his mom's. If you do get a chance, check out K-Town. I had a great time there. A lot of money spent. Yeah, hey, a, lot of, a lot of memories. Hey, you talking about, about Kaiser Slum, right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. No. And also, don't go to South Korea if you want to. If you if you want to. I got you. <laughs> it, it was it was it was a beautiful country. I was surprised at how clean it was and how just uh, just how nice everyone everyone was and things like that. And I got back home and I was in you know the, I'm in the asshole of Florida and I'm just like, oh, this sucks. You know, it's like just yeah. coming back from like this amazing food, this culture. You know, because Ramstein was founded in like the 14 fucking hundreds or whatever so it's incredibly historical the architecture mm-hmm. is really awesome and crazy there's so much rich history there and then you know you kind of come back to where you're from and stuff like that but you know it's whatever you, you, you see things a little bit different that's the same way i felt about the czech republic and the netherlands because you know the dutch uh the, the east india uh, trade company you know that's actually really mainly dutch and like <laughs> It's like literally like very historic, if, you know, spending, uh, you know, especially going to these European countries that have been around since the fucking, like, say, 12, 1300, right. 1400. Yeah, you know, seeing these, uh, you, you're like, wow, you know, I'm just pretty much a small speck. Absolutely. It makes you feel very insignificant. 100%. And so I mean, that's like, very sobering, you know? <laughs> I mean, it's like, holy shit, you know? But so you were in the military, you did your duty. Which we do thank mm-hmm. you for that. Appreciate your service. Thank you, sir. And now you're going, you know, you're in medical school, medical school going for the field that you had mentioned before. <laughs> and yes. I can't pronounce it. <laughs> if you try to get me to pronounce it. Say D-O. Hey, we'll say a DO. A DO? Yeah. A DO? Mm-hmm. Okay. No. 
So D-O. D-O. Okay, that's way yeah. way more easier. D-O. So he's going to be D-O. <laughs> and he's still content creating. Do you have any plans uh, for your stream um, when it comes to uh, fully staying on kick? Are you going to keep Facebook on the back burner? Are you going to do anything differently? Are you excited about any new games coming up? Things like that. Uh, so right now... My plan is just to stay on kick for the time being. I might dabble into other streaming platforms, not Twitch or Facebook. You know what? More, I might do Rumble. I might do, you know, go back to YouTube because I, I spent a little bit of time on YouTube as well. But uh, yeah, pretty much kick is uh, the plan for now. Yeah. Uh, the game right now, I'm actually hooked on is Diablo 4. Like, I've been playing Everyone's that playing that right now, yeah. Oh my god! I just I just beat the campaign. I'm going in and beat all the dungeons. So. You should stream it if, you, if it's something that you enjoy that much. You should stream it. Hey, yes and no. I mean, you know, you know how that. I honestly, I have more fun gaming off stream than yeah, I, I get on it. stream. I get it. I get that. It's not like there's. I, it's really not anything negative about streaming and playing this game, but I just am more relaxed. You know, sure, absolutely. I don't, I, so and I just want to stay relaxed. I try to tell so people that too. It's like, I don't think this is an actual great comparison, but it's like, it's, it's almost like say a movie star. Mm-hmm. You ask these guys, these questions, they'll tell you, I don't watch my own movies. I don't watch my own TV shows. I don't, you know, they don't, they don't do that. A majority of actors don't watch their own shit. And you got to ask yourself, why is that now? It's not because they don't want to be looked at as a, you know, they're full of themselves or whatever it is. But I feel like for me, if I knew the ins and outs of the movie or TV industry, exactly how everything was done, I feel like you would lose a lot of that magic. I feel yeah. like you would lose a lot of that imagination and things like that. You would, you'd, I don't know if cynicism is the right word for it, but you would kind of know exactly what's going on. You'd lose that, you know, that, that part of your, your mind where, you know, you get, get lost in it. And that's, I feel like that's the same thing when it comes to streaming. Now, and, and playing video games offline when you're playing video games online you're you know you got an audience on you generally you know depending on how good you are as a streamer how established you are and things like that you know when you're not online um streaming a video game it's more about you than anything else at that point you're not trying to perform for somebody you're not trying to you're just really in it you're actually there for you so there's there's two sides to that coin and that's just how I, I look at it, I guess, for me, yeah. if that no, makes no, any sense. No, you're, you're 100% correct. Like, you know, like, like I said, I can just sit right here and not have to focus on the whole aspect. And I can just in, sit right there, out, especially like, especially as a, you know, people who are full-time content creators, they're having to worry about the game. They're having to worry about their equipment. They're having to worry about the audience. They have to try to, uh, you know, keep continue to make their income with mm-hmm. me, especially when I'm, but, but if I just game offline, you know, well, online, but not streaming, I can just sit right here and just game, you know, and I can just get lost in, to myself. I don't have to, you know, I don't have to communicate with anybody. If I don't have, I want to, I, I can stop in the middle of it. I, I can play for 30 minutes and just be, you know, do whatever Absolutely. I want to do and you come, come at that same uh, moment in time that I was at. It's just also it also depends on how well your community actually supports every game that you play, which is very, very, very hard. It can be difficult, yeah. 
You'll get those because. people that, that will stick with you no matter what. And then you'll get those folks that just don't like the game that you're playing, even though they've been with you from the beginning. And that's just how it is. You know, I mean, that's, and, the, and the, they might not be gone forever. They might come back. Like, hey, what's going on? How are you doing? And then they'll fucking take off. That's just the way it is. You know, that's, that's the name of the game. Mm-hmm. So uh, at this point, um, and usually at this point in the episode, I like to give the guests like the floor. Like if they want to say anything to anybody who's watching or listening to this podcast, any kind of words of wisdom that you might have that you haven't uh, said yet or any kind of advice because like you've been streaming yeah. for a long time and yeah, you know, so you have, you, you, you do have some experience on your belt. You could definitely tell us some stuff. So go ahead. All right. You don't have to be the best at any video game to actually be a creator or to be a successful creator. There are plenty of creators who are quote unquote, suck, trash, all the above. But as as long as you're entertaining, there's your phone, and you can. <laughs> there you go. Hey, as long as you're entertaining. And, oh, give me one second. Yeah, you're fine, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> as, as we said earlier, this yeah. is what he does. Hundred percent. Uh, so, <laughs> Jane, don't please don't knock don't knock everything over. <laughs> So you don't have to be the, the best to be a creator. As long as you're entertaining and you can captivate your audience into the, the same situations that you do. Right. That's, all, you That's all it is. Thank you. Okay, we'll, we'll play. Thank you, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> he was gone. Just, he was gone. Yeah. <laughs> hey, enjoy what you do. Have fun. Don't focus on trying to be the absolute best because 99% of the time, I know people who are some of the absolute best at a video game, but don't have a large audience. Yeah. I know people who are absolutely trash at a video game, but they can captivate the audience. And, you know, it just drives them wild in it. Wholesome moment for the chat. Absolutely, there you go. <laughs> All right, so I know some people who are, you know, not that great at video games, but they can captivate the audience. And that's what's important, just captivating. Just be entertaining. You don't have to be the best. Don't focus on being the best unless you are you yourself are trying to have that goal of being the best. Don't try to be best at the best and think that's gonna make people want to watch you because it's not. Yep. I mean, be interactive. Mm-hmm. He's he's right about that, guys. Because uh, I mean, if you're looking for like the most badass like stream content and like being like great at any game that you're streaming, I wouldn't be a streamer. <laughs> I would not be a streamer a hundred percent. I am terrible at every game that I play. Uh, I, I've just, I'm not a, a triple a player in any kind of competitive PVP gaming. And if that was what makes you an amazing streamer, then that's not me. <laughs> I'm just going to put that out there right now. Let's see. And I'm a, I'm a variety streamer now. Like I was streaming PUBG. I was streaming Overwatch. Hell, I'm not even streaming Yu-Gi-Oh! Uh, Master Duels. Cause like, I like different things. Like, yeah, it's people- good to see. People think that, you know, especially since my content originally was 
100% PUBG right. that I have to play only PUBG. But I, I, I enjoy so many things. Like, hell, I'm an art. I love, I used to play uh, JRPGs. I used to play, you know, I can even play poker. Sure. Like, that's what I like. To, I, I like to see that. I like to see streamers play other video games. That makes me happier more than anything else. Because I see people who are just still trying to make it on on dying games. Like it's 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 almost like going back twenty years to your hometown, and you still got the guys trying to make it in a rock band. You know, they got gray hair. Man, we're still trying to make it. You know what I mean? I just feel like hang it up, man. Do something that you enjoy. You know. Yeah. <laughs> But yeah, man, I, I completely understand what you're saying. Uh, this has been a really great interview. The time flew by like that. And I feel like we covered a lot of things. Um, so where can people find SSG Santa online? All right. Drop all your all links. Right. So, all right. May stream is at kick.com slash SSG Santa. Find my fan page, facebook.com slash Santa, because that won't let me change. Okay. Um, Hell, on my on my Facebook page, there's my Discord link. If you, there's a lot of things on there you can find. Like, hell, even my link tree, which I'll end up sending to Mister uh, Streamer Jenks, the way he can actually, okay. if he needs to post that as well. That, yeah, that'd be great. That'd be fine, hundred percent. Um, hell, even on OnlyFans, <laughs> you're on YouTube as well, correct? Yeah, yeah, I'm also on YouTube. I am definitely on YouTube. Like, I, I post like my YouTube content has been lacking, and I am like I said. I'm a busy person. I just ended up moving. So I'm trying to get my head out of my third port of contact. I got you, man. So once you finally get, you know, settled and all that stuff, then yeah. you'll get more of a schedule going. Uh, we're, uh, we're on YouTube. What's that again? Is it uh, youtube.com forward slash? At SSG Santa. At SSG Santa. Okay. We'll make sure yeah. we put all the links in the description of the video. We'll put them on the video. Also, and uh, I want to say thanks for being on the show. Uh, <laughs> it was a great, great time. Uh, if anyone who doesn't know that, uh, Santa and I used to uh, host Friday Night Customs on Player Unknown's oh. Battlegrounds uh, once a week with Bearded Leo. And man, let me tell you, man, it was such it was one of the, it was some of the greatest greatest times I've ever had. Uh, oh, I'm playing PUBG. God. You want to talk about the highs and lows? You you can experience the highs yeah. and lows in, in like a three hour period. <laughs> you want to talk oh, about? Hell, you, you just in like a fifteen minute period, really? <laughs> yeah, well, I mean, absolutely. So, I mean, it was it was good times, man. It was some of the best uh, relationships I've I've forged on gaming and things like that, and I do miss yeah. it. But at the same time, I feel like people have grown uh, since then, and uh, they do what they do now, like you, how you are, and uh, I think you're an amazing streamer, great person. And I like what you do. Uh, that's why I got you on the show. And I'm glad that we were able to uh, talk about the things that we did and, and share your insights in the streaming world. And, and just, you know, so people can see what it's, what it's like for SSG Santa. So I want to say thank you uh, for being on the yeah. program, bud. Yeah, brother. I definitely appreciate you. And like I said, thank you for having me on here. It is an absolute blessing and an honor. Thank you, buddy. All right. We'll catch you next time, guys. Uh, Streamer Genix will hopefully have Lost God on the program.